We just watched an episode of our dog playing hide and seek with a ball and forgetting that he's the one who hit it himself. He grabbed the ball, went back to his bed, put the ball down on the bed, and then got on top of it. Very similar to a bird getting on top of an egg. Protecting this old yellow ratty (laughs) tennis ball that none of us would ever want to touch again. And now he's desperately looking for it, and he's sitting right on top of it. How many times in life do we have the answer or we know the answer to something? We know what we should do, but we sit on top of something, acting as though we don't know where it is, playing it cool, like Smugs is. Hey, I'm not sitting on any ball. What are you talking about? (laughs) But many times we cover up the things that we don't want exposed or we live in denial. Because we don't want to deal with them. And the longer we sit on top of them and cover them, it eats at us and eats at us and eats at us. I'm getting, Rebecca, that it eats us. (laughs) Is that what you're saying right now? It drinks at us, too. It drinks at us. But many times we do that. And here at Tall Small, we want to capture and work with everybody in the entire world that's trying to cover up something, wear a mask, wonder about something. He just got the ball, didn't he? Unmasked. He became unmasked and did it himself right, right as you got to that point. Look at that. What scene. a climax there. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now he is staring at the ball and staring at us thinking, you freaks are invading my space once again during the day today. Well, that is a function of it being the holidays, Smugs, because normally we'd be at a workshop at this time. Smugs did what many people are afraid to do, and that is take the mask off. And at Tall Small, we want to work with people, whether it's in their careers, who are saying, I am sick and tired of working for this boss, or I can't stand this commute, or this is not what I'm paying all my tuition reimbursement for to have to deal with every single day. And a lot of people wonder, what exactly do we do to help you get the mask off? Is it painful? Is it uncomfortable? It can be both of those things, but what we do is we use that just killed any new customers there, Rebecca. (laughs) Is it painful? Yes. Is it? I said it can be. I didn't say it is. It can be. Gotcha. We also teach active listening here at Tall Small. But what we do is we use play-based experiences. You will likely do things you haven't done since you were age four or five. And in doing that, it helps to drop barriers that you've put in your own life. The same way Smugs was hiding that ball from himself. Rebecca, can you give me an example of a play-based experience? I can, before your mind goes to places it shouldn't. <laughs> a play-based experience might be taking little wooden building blocks, not tall ones, because little those ones. wouldn't work. Little They're always short little. ones, because shorter is always sweeter, and less is more. You love to get that in, don't you? I have to fit it in where I can. It's amazing how certain things never get old. There's not a short club of Baltimore the same way there is a tall club. We're a bit more narcissistic, aren't we? You are. (laughs) And so you don't stand out enough already. But back to our blocks. We will take a handful of blocks and have you build your communication style out of the blocks. And oftentimes... That one thing that is blocking you, no pun intended, Mm. will be revealed in what you build. For example, once we... Give it to us. I'll give it to you (laughs) as you cut me off. We were... At least you don't do that in a car. You don't cut people off. Never do that. And you rarely do it. Very safe. You are very safe. You are the best driver in the world. Thank you. you That's my motivation for you to continue being the driver. 
That way I can keep on answering emails. Is that why you call me the best driver? No, I would never do that. Rebecca. (laughs) One time we were working with a family and someone built a structure that looked much like a house, only there were no doors and no windows. And this guy felt stuck in life. He was trying to make a transition to retirement and couldn't quite figure out how to do it. And his structure showcased that in a way that his words could not. We've got to get rid of the mass because the mass in life are what's holding us back. Rebecca and I see that in conversations. How many times you go out to dinner and watch couples? And you can tell when they have a mask or when they don't feel comfortable. Or you're in a social situation and you see that one awkward person and your heart goes out to them because you know that they're struggling with what to say or how they look or they're constantly pulling on their shirt because maybe they think they're too fat or they don't look right or they're playing with their hair because they don't feel accepted. It is painful to watch. We see a lot of women, especially when they stand up from a chair and they're about to give a presentation, they will pull at their clothing over and over again, thinking somehow they're going to pull the clothes to a more flattering style But all it does is create this awkward moment where people wonder, why is this person not comfortable? Being comfortable in your own skin, understanding that you don't need to be like anyone else, that you are perfect the way you're created. All you need is some tweaks. Anybody in life needs coaching. We get coaching to help us. The things that we did two to three years ago are absolutely ridiculous when we look at them now. Everyone needs coaching and assistance. And they should be ridiculous because if you look back at things two or three years ago and you don't see failure, then that means you're not growing. One of the most ridiculous things that Keith and I ever did in our business. Mm-hmm. Pause here so he wonders, what am I going oh to say? My. I have a feeling you know. Oh, I probably do. Somehow we decided that it would be brilliant, not just smart, but brilliant to put our company name, phone number, email address, website, Facebook handle and all kinds of other information crammed it all on to one of those magnets the cleaning companies use and stuck it on the side of our car. And we thought business is now going to come to us because when you're driving around, everybody's ready to take down all that information on the magnet that they can't even see. Especially when we thought, well, we are going to get business in multiple states <laughs> yes. by we, driving from Baltimore to Vermont. With the magnet on the car. Oh, my God. It was it was painfully it's stupid. A, it's beyond embarrassing. <laughs> I remember driving it around going, ah, people must be just, it's just <laughs> going to roll in. Emails are going to populate. I mean, it's just going to blow And when up. is the last time you ever, Keith, took down someone's Never. phone number or website <laughs> off the side of a vehicle? Never. We might as well put those cheap signs that say need cash. Yes. It's the same concept. Because we put, it was an idea at, at that time. We even went outside. <laughs> This is how lame the story gets. We went outside and posed for a picture next to our our side. And our kids even said, are you sure this is stupid? And we did not listen to them. We posed by this. We stuck it all over social media. And then we wondered why it didn't seem to get any attention Mm. at all. Mm. Those are some days, aren't they? And I'm sure we will look back in three years from now. And look at this moment right here. Yeah, and say, what, an error in what it. a dumb podcast that was. Something else that we did early on that everybody can learn from and don't make the same mistake 
is we would go into sessions, workshops where we were supposed to focus on one topic. Let me get I get an idea here. Get an idea here. And then at the end, we would tell the whole audience every other thing that we could offer them. We would basically verbally dump and say Are you everything. thinking verbally vomit? I didn't want to be that crude. I just ate lunch. I'm doing a thing that Rebecca can't stand again. Pretty didn't much. she do this on the podcast yesterday? I can't stop thinking. I'm addicted. But then we'd verbally dump all the things that we offered. And then people would be overwhelmed. And when you get overwhelmed, what do you do? You run away. Similar to a store shelf that's got 50 different styles of ketchup. You don't know which one to buy. Then again, you would never have that experience, would you, Keith? Because you don't allow me to come in the store. <laughs> that is why. Every time we pull up to Trader <laughs> Joe's, I say, Rebecca, can I come in and shop? No. This can makes I, can me I sound come really in with evil. you? No. But here's why. <laughs> have you ever brought a three-year-old oh. into the grocery store? Oh, my god! And they point and whine at the chocolate oh. milk and the chocolates and the chips and oh. everything else? You just- <laughs> if I were to let Keith... Go into Trader Joe's with me every single time. Not only would the bill be about $1,500 pop, <laughs> but we would leave with nothing that grew from the ground. No. Nothing <laughs> that's natural. <laughs> the most natural would be about 10 gallons of milk. That's right. Chocolate milk. Those are coming from chocolate cows. Yes. My mom always said the chocolate moo cows. And what else would I you I still buy? believe that. Peanut butter pretzels. Those big pounder chocolate bars. The big chocolate bars. I don't even know the name of it. Because but I've eaten, a whole, the I've eaten a whole one at one time. This morning, I was on my way home from the gym. <laughs> this sounds really bad. <laughs> I dashed into the market to get something, and I saw these ginger snaps. And Keith mm. always talks about how he loves ginger snaps. And I have never bought one and I decided I'll get him an entire canister of these that last a long time. Mm-mm. Brought them in the door thinking he's going to have treats for life now. Mm, they eat them all in one more hour later. Gone. Went to throw something away and saw that sad empty canister. You've never seen me eat that much. Could you, what would you be feeling like? Let's ask Rebecca if she ate all those right now. I would be sick to my stomach. You would be, would you? Yes. Ginger is good for you though. Ginger. <laughs> ginger snaps likely don't have a lick of ginger in them. Oh, really? Oh, really? You're rocking yourself. You feeling sick from all that? But here's the here's the situation, Rebecca. My parents went away. I tried to hide that container <laughs> so you wouldn't see it. Oh. Similar to Smugs hiding the ball, but you unmasked it. Oh, you circled us back. Exactly. Tied it up with a new little bow again. Someone has to bring us back. We are at the record. longest record podcast we've ever had. But those ginger snaps, just similar to the ball, let Tall Small help you uncover what's going on in your life. Don't go into 2020. Let's sound really dramatic. Ready? Don't go into 2020. Hiding in a cave. But talk to us. Call us. Email us. Let's set up a chat. Let's set up a time to figure out what's going on. Let's talk about some things. We've got some neat new programs coming out in 2020 that allow you not only to have live interaction with Tall Small, but also 24-7. So on Friday night when your date cancels, you can pull us right up on your video. Because that's a hint of what is to come. We're creating a whole new hybrid approach to Tall Small. Lots of people have reached out to us and said, I would love to attend your workshops. I don't have the time. I don't have the funds right now to be able to do it. And that's why we created a series a video series of webinars that you can watch on your own time when you want them. But then you'll also have the additional support from us where you'll have phone calls with us throughout the month. And that is a wrap.